welcome to our second episode of the podcast. Did we name this podcast yet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, I still like, okay, how about instead of I have concerns, like I have questions. All right, we don't talk about this now, but I want it. Anyway, um, we're Victoria and Isabel from Seed to Harvest Ventures, which is a fund that invests in women-identified founders of color building software-enabled companies. Uh, we are a pre-seed and seed stage fund. We are emerging managers, raising our first fund, and sharing our experiences along the way. So welcome. Um, so we always like to start off, and by always I mean today, um, and going forward, <laughs> uh, with a weekly reflect- reflection. Um, and so to start off, uh, Isabel, um, what was one hard thing you did this week? Hmm. I would say in the last week, the hard thing would be work-life balance and or just getting like on top of process. I think that was like, and getting over myself, like having to send the cold outreach emails. I don't know. I get like, that's been like such a big thing that I love that I get to work on with working with Seed to Harvest and with you is just like getting over that like weird feeling when you're reaching out to total strangers and just building that muscle and just like shameless outreach, I would say is difficult. Um, And last week was tough because my husband was out of town for four days. So it was just me and Henry. I have a year and a half year old son. And so juggling that with working and just like all of that and trying to get like, I feel like we've spent a lot of time on process and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks so like as everything's kind of started to get rolling it was just getting a feel for like our new week yeah no that's super fair and so and on a good note uh what is one thing you're proud of one thing I'm really proud of we had a meeting with the potential LP last Friday and I for the first time really felt like I got my intro down and it, I didn't black out in the middle of it and start <laughs> rambling. And it was like concise. And I felt like it was really strong. And like that, it's just like tough. Well, one, I at no point have taken the time to sit down and like really craft this at all. I've just been like winging it every time with some bullet points. And I'm the type of person that like, I know you're the type of person that just needs like the few words. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you told me that last week, cause I was just feeling like anxious. We did a lot of intros last week. We met a lot of people and I've just been feeling kind of like, um, like imposter syndrome. And so I wanted to land the intro and I feel like we landed the intro. We had a great meeting. We had answers for every question. And it was like, just gave me like more confidence and I wrote it down. So I'll have it for the next one. I've been like low key trying to like record myself when I'm doing these, but then it doesn't feel like quite legal. And so, you know, Consent is important, and I also need to focus on my messaging. So that I was really proud of, like finally getting to a point where I didn't feel like a trying to talk to people. Um, yeah. Let yeah. me ask you the same things. What was a uh, one hard thing you did last week or in the last week? Um, I think the hardest thing this week was just like, uh, you know, shout out to mental health, like just. <laughs> Uh, I don't even, like I don't even know if it's like a thing but it was just like I just hit this point 
where I realized just like how overwhelmed I am with everything and that yeah. like I'm not gonna be able to do everything well and that's okay but also just accepting that it's okay to feel that way and that like I really like am so grateful for our partnership but also wanting like more partnership I'm like for the first time in my life I'm like I need stability and I'm always like yeah. let's go somewhere fun and now I'm just like wait everything in my life is hard I need something <laughs> stable that is not hard so that I can do the really hard things that we're trying to do um so yeah that was that was my hard thing for the week that is a hard thing that's like yeah. the ongoing struggle for sure um what is one thing that you're proud of in the last week um I don't know if this counts but I don't care um I'm really happy that we got like our we got a couple of inbounds through like our pitch form on our website which again I don't know how anyone finds because like <laughs> it's the worst no website idea. ever and zero yeah. SEO. <laughs> it is not the worst I know you want to rebrand it but like and we will rebrand it but like it's more just like the fact that like you know I don't actually it's not even just that like so we got it's this moving up a level it's the fact that like just like the legwork that we put in over the past months, a couple months, and I put on over the past like year and a half of talking about this yeah. um, to all these people feels like it's like finally like, like the ball is rolling and that like we got someone kind of office hours talking about how we're going to help them from their friend who's, I don't know who, I don't know yeah. where they got any of that from, but I'm like, cool. And like the fact that we had, we've got, we found a really possibly really great company um, that like, just found our website and submitted to us um, is great. Cause I just, I feel like it means that like in some way what we're doing is working and it's resonating with people, which is great. I'm excited about. Yeah. That's super exciting. I'm like, I'm very stoked about that too. I think it's like just the amount of time it takes. That's something I'm like continuously surprised with is like how yeah. long it, takes for stuff to kind of come to fruition and I feel like I can relate to that feeling of overwhelm last week because it's like we're getting the ball rolling on so many fronts and you just want to feel like there's progress and you're trying to be fluid and you're trying to move fast and all this stuff and so it's nice when it's like something happens even if it's a small thing yes yeah and I and I like I think too just because it's like you got this for so long and like, you know, we're, we're still somehow in the beginning of one part, which is like fundraising. Um, but like you hear other people's success stories or you're like, you know, you know, the funds that everyone already knows about. So you're just like, Ugh, no one's ever going to fucking know who we are or no one's going to care. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. People, we don't, people that we haven't been like, hello, we're here. Um, right. We're talking about us and like recommending us to other people. And that's just really nice. Like, even, yeah. like, um, the lawyer we met who, like, was promote like, when I saw today, he promoted um, office hours on link his LinkedIn page. I was like, this is so nice. Like, other people are promoting us. We don't have to just do it ourselves. Yeah. That is awesome. Celebrate, for sure. That's a good segue, too, into our topic today, which is just about where we're at with founders. What yeah. we're doing. We had a big week last week with meeting with a bunch of founders. Um, have another big meeting. <laughs> meeting. I know. The, the, yeah, we've had a couple <laughs> weeks. Like 
last week and then next week are going to be like lots of deep dives. Um, so we're just going to chat a little bit about like our pipeline. Kind of like our approach has changed, I think, from yeah. the beginning. Because like we were pretty, hes- like not pretty hesitant, but first we weren't sure if we should start like engaging with founders before we finished fundraising or even like mm-hmm. didn't know their initial close. Um, but we are both so grateful that we did we have because even I guess in the past like three to four months we've really evolved as like investors and also evolved like our take on things and what we're focused on and like really solidified I think the value we can bring um in a way that I think if we waited we would have been like oh shit (laughs) I totally (laughs) agree like the learnings yeah well and I think too just like it's given us time to develop our own perspective and really like our viewpoint as a team, as investors, as a brand. So that's been, yeah, it's been cool. Okay. Where should we begin with it? Okay. What was like, okay. Do you remember how we really started? So like, I think we've initially started talking to founders, um, super low key. It was just like founders that we met at like a couple conferences or that I've been consulting for that we you, started yeah it started with I mean most of this all of this started with you but like I think we had talked to a few folks we had started just meeting with people just generally from your network and I just remember a conversation we had with a guy named Tyler who was like oh well I've met with the founder and like it really started with people who were like there's a founder you should talk to and yeah. then from there like you had the like brilliant and random idea to do office hours and like we spun that up super fast like yeah like that day well and this is what I appreciate about you is that like you have an idea and I'm like yeah that's great and you're like great we're gonna do it right now (laughs) and I'm like if I don't do it right now I will forget yeah, well, and that's the same with me where I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to that in three weeks. And like, I never do. And it's just like, I try and do that a lot, like, um, like act on it immediately. And so like, yeah. I think you thought about it on like a Wednesday, and we started on the, like the next Monday, like, it was really like quick. Yeah, it was super quick turnaround. And I think too, it was like, and we initially again, like, and still is open to founders outside of our thesis, but we just really wanted to <clears throat> do the product and design work that we love. Um, yeah, we, we were getting up, burnout on the VC you know, stuff. We were just like, oh, this is hard. Let's go do some fun stuff. Um, yeah. And like, when we just like it immediately like kind of like resonated with people and things filled up really quickly and we met a lot of great companies. And then that's when we realized like, oh, we have like pipeline here, like, we're meeting yeah. people who align our thesis, like, you know, people are finding really good value out of this. And like, I think it helped us really evolve into like, okay, cool. So we've started to build out this like proprietary channel for us as a fund. Um, but also there's something here with like, and we, we talk about that a lot from the LP side when we talk to potential LPs, but like now I think about talking about that with founders about being like, this is the value you get from working like with us and then being able mm-hmm. to see that kind of in real time. Yeah, and it's free so it's something (laughs) like I don't know I just feel like it's great I love being able to like still think as a designer and like Mm -hmm. get to talk to people but 
I also feel like it's been a really invaluable way to test out the existing network that we have and infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Like because of that, we built a LinkedIn page for the fund and started like promoting office hours on there. And then we reshare and then we've leveraged the Slack channel, like any Slack communities that we're in and just like any groups. And it's, it's actually been really nice thing to throw in there. Like, with LPs that we meet, with any founder that we meet in some other way, like it just kind of is like a link we can say, like, here are the things that we do and that we offer. And like, that's been awesome to have, but it's also been like such a great learning. Like, I think it's, it's so easy, like coming in, we knew we wanted to work with early stage founders and you can say seed and pre-seed, but like, until you're like meeting with people, especially at those early stages, like, I think it's helped me really develop a perspective on like what people really need at that stage from a product and design perspective and an operator perspective. I mean, more than that, we hear about a lot of things, but like looking at it through the lens of our expertise, like it's really helped. I think both of us develop a perspective and like build from there and just say like, accelerators don't offer this like people don't have a place to go for this and like it's I think it's helped us see our worth a little more too like even in fundraising like we didn't used to play up the fact that we were operators in the space and now it's something that we lead with yeah I also think it's funny too like in the beginning like we were like we were like sector agnostic and then we were like talking to like really cool hardware companies and we're like we don't have fuck to do with this yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't belong in that You're space like, this at is all. So cool, but we cannot help you, um, except for mutual like. Or it's like just very general meeting. advice and feedback, but not yeah, anything yeah. coming from like experience. I mean, it's not from experience, but it's just like more of like I've seen, a, you know, dozens of startups. So like, right. Think about this, but like nothing that's like super impactful and like gonna move the needle forward. And so that's what really focused in on software. And I think, too, it's been really interesting to see, like, the sector stuff emerge and change as we've met with more companies. Because I think, mm-hmm. like, especially with office hours, we're meeting more consumer companies and then, like, having initial talks um, with consumer companies. And, like, sorry, um, something I want to point out, just because like, I think, like, the importance of, like, being tactical and opaque. Like, so meaning how we got to founders outside of our actual, like, outside of office hours, I'm in a couple of different groups. Like one's a Republic VPP program. I did this other program with Laconia Capital. Um, I've inserted myself into a number of Slack channels. Um, and like a lot of those, a lot of those channels have deal flow. And so uh, back before we really hit the ground with fundraising and talking to founders, um, I would just kind of go through those channels and like see what deals were interesting. I also like people would reach out and be like, I have a list. And I'm like, cool, send me your list. Um, And like go through those and we would actively reach out. Cause I think like an early LP we talked to was like, he, he was like, you know, you guys are, I want to see that you're like hungry enough. Kind of like how we want to see with founders that they're like really passionate and want to do this. It's like, he was like, you're early. Like, you're going to have to go after deals right now and that's okay. Yeah. I want to know you're going after the best deals. Um, And so we've just been like looking at other channels um, that are available to us, but like joining groups, um, even like uh, dreamers and doers, like we found like a huge list recently of like potential investors um, for us that we're going to start like doing cold outreach for, but like really just like taking advantage of like groups, 
specifically Slack groups, like, cause people really want, and I think especially now that so many people are in BC, they want to be helpful. And yeah. so there's a lot of deal flow. You still have to filter through a lot of stuff. Um, but like that, I think was really helpful early on um, to just like, even be able to p- talk to companies that we didn't directly get from our office hours. Um, yeah. And that really changed our like, kind of industry makeup too over time. Well, I think it's too, a couple things that come to mind when you say that is like one going after a lot of stuff has like really impacted our, I'd say like tactical and operational process. And then also mm-hmm. just like, don't have imposter syndrome about your own channels as well. Like the numbers and this was helpful. Like I saw an article, I do not remember what, but I was feeling insecure about deal flow because like we do have these channels and we're building stuff out and it's just going to take time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, well, a lot of the deals that we have in this one column and like the air table that we built are mostly from this conference that you went to. And like all of that's still okay. Like the number that's going to come through is such a small percentage of what that original number is. And like, we do want to be discerning and we don't, we want all of the deals from everywhere and want to like, you know, so I think it's like also reminding ourselves like we've come a long way and do have had traction and it's like really difficult not to compare with like folks who have been around for years and years and like things just come in, you know, like I know where we want to go and like I think we're in such a strong place, but um Oh, yeah. Even just like those lists. I'm just when you said like the lists, I remembered like I just had like flashbacks to like emails with lists with like brief descriptions. We had stuff in Notion. We had stuff in Airtable, like zero (laughs) process. And I think like having to comb through all of this has helped our process, not only in terms of like, how do we interface with founders? What's that first meeting look like? What's the second meeting look like? what is going into due diligence, like start to look like, and like beyond that. And then just really tactically, like learning Airtable and like Zapier and creating automation and like trying to capture information and Mm -hmm. having like workflows where we can review deals. Like Mm -hmm. we just started a meeting to review deal flow two, (laughs) three weeks ago, you know, like all that stuff is about that. Okay. We have been very responsible from the very beginning. But we didn't have to, like, we didn't have, I don't think, enough, like, now it's, like, we we have enough to review. And, like, inbound, I don't know what happened a month or two ago, but we got, like, five people inbound and one that yeah. we've gone with. So, like, those numbers are great. It's just, yeah. like, now it's it's about continuing to scale. It has been cool, though, since you put in the how do you, did you find us question from on office hours. Like, we are starting to get... nothing that we know I have to google all of it's like these networks and like or just people's names yeah (laughs) no idea who this is so that's but thanks (laughs) yeah but I think too that's just like a reminder to myself but also anyone else doing this that like I think the wins early on are really small and like you have to celebrate those and like call them out you know Cause it's not um, the same as like when you're building a product or something, when you get like early ones, you're like, Oh, I did a thing. Like I built a thing. Yeah. And like, you're like, totally talk to well, people. And you have, them, you have like, there's a whole sales and marketing team. That's also doing their own jobs, trying to get it out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, now, it's, now it's so um, like, 
it's really organic I think yeah and just like how it evolves it's like it's hard to plan you know like we've really just been rolling with it and trying to capitalize where we feel like there's enough to like live office hours like we want to now we're trying to plan a live event where we can do like longer amounts of time with founders and like and help them out in person and then have like a happy hour for whoever couldn't make it into those time slots because we don't it's it's one day we don't have a ton of time so I think that's like such an exciting progression and gives us the opportunity to like take it to the next level like you said like partner with other people and like start to leverage like you're so great at just like the mycelia (laughs) (laughs) but you are like you're so great at being all these in all these networks and like so creative about how you like just think about it like you get these ideas and they're so brilliant which is like all right we can like scoop this person in here and this person aligns with us so they might want to participate and like really starting to like pull things together out of like the network you've been cultivating for a year and a half like it's so awesome to see I think that's like an interesting thing to like um kind of think about like even kind of like that it reminds me so much about like when you're talking to early stage founders and they're like oh fuck this is hard if you could just tell me exactly what to do right now that'd be great and you're like oh I know that feeling but like I can't like it'll just yeah you'll have to figure it out and like I just like one big like kind of inflection point I guess for us um was like when I was talking to Pichincha LP and they were asking me about like kind of like how do we get more deal flow and all that stuff and like I didn't pull out of my ass but it just kind of popped into my head I was like oh, we're going to scale by like plugging into existing infrastructure. So we're going to partner with like other brand, like other like, you know, organizations and like do office hours with them in order to like tap into their deal flow, but provide value for like our brand. He was like, great. And I was like, great. (laughs) (laughs) Just said it the first time when we were talking. But it like really has like become like our strategy now where we're like, we're seeing traction with being like, okay, let's partner with like this venture yeah. fund. Let's partner with um, this, like these like organizations that are really focused on like women and our women of color. Like we have partnerships we that we can tap into because there's still only two of us. So we need to figure out when we have like three to four jobs that we have to do. And so it's just like, how do we like work really smart so that like the big things we need to do, like fundraising and like, you know, keeping ourselves alive, get done. <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, you've made a really good point earlier where like today where you were just saying like, we don't need to strike out on our own. Like, and I think that just goes to the values and the vision that we have, which is really community based, like partnering with people makes sense. Also, because I think with our background, like we offer such complementary skills Mm-hmm. that like a lot of people don't have so it I just like I think something I've really appreciated about VC I feel like there's so much more potential but I also see it in action more for collaboration than there is in the tech industry and that's something that I'd like to bring more into the tech industry that I see us being able to yeah. empower and enable by working people early on as they build their companies yeah um Gotta be that mycelium, you know, just yeah. going everywhere, connecting everyone. <laughs> Yay. Oh, yeah. Bring that in. Um, I'm gonna get that on our webpage at some yeah. point. No, <laughs> we're not putting that on there. It's not going in there. I want, 
just fun guy just fun guy <laughs> just one fun guy pun um <laughs> You had a really good comment this morning when we were talking in our deal flow meeting um, about how if we had all of our funding and had just started looking at founders, we had gotten funding and then looking at founders, we'd probably be blowing our money on the wrong companies. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, we were. So I want to hear for you how that's evolved as we've like we've just had so many meetings with founders now, and you've yeah. gotten pitched so much too, yeah. like. I think both of our like approach has evolved a lot. I think the kind of main things that I've learned are like one separating my like interests as a like product and like person who's like interested in how tech can be a tool to build really cool things um, with like the investor and not that like I get rid of it because I think it's important, but it's more of like, yes, and shout out to improv um yes and approach where i'm like oh this is a cool and interesting product but like can it actually like scale to a place where it makes sense for us to invest or is this yeah. even a scalable business like um we talked to a woman today who's building like a um a company and like it's a cool business but it's never going to scale to like venture dollars which i fully support and it's great but like that's not something we invest in but like we want to like support her however we can um, the second thing I think has really evolved is understanding of like respecting my time slash our time and our founders time. And so yeah. just really, I think we, like some of the earlier companies we were in, interested in, we just like kept meeting with, with like, just being like, we want to know more. And now we have like, like you said, like a defined process of like first meeting, this is what we get out of it. Second meeting, like if they pass the first meeting, then they have a second meeting. That's what we get out of it. And like, and then like due diligence means X. And like, now we just like know what we're looking for and have a defined process to how to get there in a way that we didn't have before. That's hard to really like, you know, we like, of course had like something written out, but it was just like theoretical. Um, and then I think the third thing is like, as impactful as our help is to like, founders and to other like VCs it's still really hard to talk about like I don't think we've nailed yet how to talk about it like yeah we kind of have but there there's something really big there and I think that's also kind of why we thought about like the advisory services outside of just like a revenue stream for us like there's something there about being a like a product development like helping hand to founders that doesn't exist right now like there's accelerators that focus on fundraising. There are um, development shops that will build, you know, whatever you need. Yeah, studios, but, like, but not like. Not like specifically, like, how do you as a founder develop skills to think like a, a product and design leader? How do you develop skills to know how to hire that person without having done it before? There's not a lot of focus on that. And so, like, I think there's something there that we are still exploring that's both helpful for our fund and then like the the separate kind of company what about you how how are you thinking about that or even like the like stakes that we made early on or yeah well I think what's helped like I felt confident like there's this really interesting chicken and egg thing that I'm starting to see is like 
you are only working with the pool that you have. You know what I mean? And like, you can say no to all of them, but like we've had promising companies come through, but as we've gotten this like second wave, like I've started to see our, the quality bar, I think go a little higher. And so like, as we've started to see a wider range, maybe of companies, like that's made me a little more discerning. And so I really appreciated like having that to your point about like, our time, but also founders time. It's like having a clear no-go, like our processes evolve so much where like now we do that first minute, like that first intro meeting where we have must have questions, like they must answer. Mm-hmm. And like, we've structured it so that there's like key information that we can get. Cause I think prior to that, we're waiting for some sort of signal to tip us off. And it's really mm-hmm. like, we need to have the perspective on what we are looking for. And if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. That's fine. And like forcing ourselves or pushing ourselves, not forcing, but like pushing ourselves to have a clear go, no go post like intro and then deep dive. We like to do a deep dive just for everyone's like context. We like to do a deep dive after the intro pre due diligence, because we're really interested in like the technical product and design, like aspects of the product and really understanding like, a lot of companies are doing AI and ML and what did those models look like and like all this stuff. And so it's for us, it's great to get a good read on how founders are approaching their solutions for a big thing for us is being married to the problem and not the solution. And so that's a way for us to suss that out a little bit early on. And then we have that clear go, no go. And I think we're getting better with that. Um and just having like a higher, just developing more of a like, what is that founder? It's like so many facets. That's one thing that I've learned is it's like, yeah. you're evaluating the founder who wants to run the company and just like, how are they reacting to change and feedback and all of that? You're We evaluate the product a lot. That's really important to us. So like what they want to build and where they want to go and what are they using to build it and then I think there's this like the business side as well um and just like how plausible is it that this can scale that it can grow that it can reach like the height that it it would need to for us to invest so that's been something like so much of this has been new for me um so that's been like a big learning but also something that I'm happy that we're like I mean, we're always like evolving our process, but we have really clear questions now to ask and dig into. And that's made it like easy to make these decisions. Um, One thing too, though, I've like, I've actually developed a ton of empathy. Like I've worked for a lot of small like companies, but because we are building our own thing right now and are like, I think there's such a parallel between founders and emerging managers. In just like everything we're trying to do and like being able to relate a lot. So that's something like to your point of being able to like separate certain things. Like I think I tend to, if left unchecked, I'm just like, I really like this person, you know, like I, I want to like check my, where my like bias might be coming from just like affinity bias of like, I relate to this person and I like what they're saying. And this seems really cool because I do think like, and that's something that we've seen with other companies that do get invested in. Like there can be a lot of smoke and mirrors or like, just cause a lot of like other investors are piling on like so much of this industry. Yeah. 
yeah, is like FOMO based. And it's like, you can use that to your advantage in not the best ways. Like, I think everyone needs to do that, especially as emerging managers on like fundraising and all of that, you want to build a momentum, but like, it can also be wielded in the wrong way. And that's something that like, I don't want to be blind to that. And that's something I think you and I pride ourselves on. I'm just like, we know how to call BS on product. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's like, is really just like developing my own discernment yeah, and like not being like, I can like someone and not want to invest in them. And that's okay. It's just like how to not be a people pleaser, basically. Like we're going to be saying, giving a lot more no's than yeses. And it's like, yeah, been an interesting process. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So to wrap this up, I'm really curious about what you think about going forward about what, either like what you're excited about or what you're interested in exploring in terms of like founders and how we're building at our pipeline. Yeah. I'm really excited about ours. Like, honestly, like we've, we've talked to a lot of people that I think we want to work with that would want to work with us. Mm -hmm. And just like, I'm really excited about taking what we have to the next level. Like, Mm -hmm sponsored office hours, um, events, all of that. I just have like, I remember when you talked to me about it the first time, it was like on a Thursday or a Friday. And I just like could not get the idea out of my head the whole weekend. and was just so excited about it. And like, I just feel like there's something there and I don't know what it is, but it's like, I have a lot of curiosity around it and like, feel like there's a lot of potential. Um, And I'm also just like, want to meet more founders I don't know I'm like really it's been really cool like I know we've got to swing it back into fundraising (laughs) after (laughs) the last couple weeks but it's been like we haven't paused like no we haven't paused yeah Yeah. but I I just like so many meetings with founders um it's just given me a lot of thought too of like what we can do like you said like we want to be helpful to everyone. So like, are there resources we could share? Like, I don't know. I just like, I want to be very valuable to founders. And so that's what I'm thinking about. What about you? Um, I'm really excited for the partnerships part. I think we've been like meeting so many great other emerging managers or just fund managers in general. And like, there's organizations that I think would be excellent partners. Like this idea of scale um, by plugging in instead of necessarily creating your own thing, like being proprietary by like plugging in, I think is really different. Um, Both in a, I think in a good way, obviously, but also I think in a way that some people might find hard to like, uh stomach because it's like not stomach but like might not understand because it's different right so much of like capitalism is like conquer conquer destroy and it's like or you can just see what's already there and plug into it to expand and like that's how you grow and so I'm really excited about modeling that out and being able to like talk about it and like act on it and like show that it can work and like how great it can be um yeah that's what I'm excited about I love Good. that. Great. Did we have an outro. I don't remember. We don't. Um, 
follow us on LinkedIn at Seed to Harvest VS. Bench Seed to Harvest Ventures. Website is Seed to Harvest VS.com. And email us anytime. Yeah, dude. We're fun. Um, we do not have a cool. Yeah, just email us on the website, I guess, if you want to chat. But um, we're fun. And next episode, you'll hear our new outro that we will figure out what that figure is. Figure out next time. <laughs> Bye. There we go. <laughs>